relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people in places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. I won. You did win that one. You won that one. I would got excited again because I was just like, <sighs> thank you guys uh, for listening to this is Grown Local. That was Ron Funches. He's the best. And uh, that music, that theme song was put together by our producer, Slee, who is also the best. Slee, Slee. So, and what we're going to do, should I'll just go ahead and explain it. Yeah. Just get it. into it. This Not a normal episode, you guys. Ooh. Uh, this is a... A mailbag episode. Um, is that a good thing to call it? Mailbag? Or just like a I mean, with, special package? I mean, with the amount of pounds that I've sent out through the mail, I feel like this is a good correlation. I see what you, I see what you did. That makes more sense. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. I forget that people send it in the mail. Oh. That's one of the more trustworthy ways. Fucking... I forget that. Uh FedEx, UPS, they'll rip you off. That's a great one of the classic Hedberg. I like the FedEx guy because he's a drug dealer and he don't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what we're going to do, we, I send, I forward a lot of the the Gmail stuff questions to Mike and then he doesn't answer them. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a whole episode where we read what you guys have sent us. Some of them excerpts from each some of them are very long and we appreciate that but we can't spend the whole episode just we'll just reply to you about that and and then mike's gonna answer some questions and i'm gonna referee for when he gets he goes out into space where we're like hey man no one no one cares cares. not yet that'll be season 12 when we've educated (laughs) everyone well, I mean, and honestly, like, we have so many people just on Instagram, too, writing me and asking me great questions that I'm probably going to reference on this just so that knowledge gets out there. But I love interacting with the fans. Um, I'm pretty, I'm a, I'm a Luddite. I don't know how technology works, so, like, emails baffle the shit out of me. He's, you're full of shit when you say that. <laughs> That's like, ah, uh, because it's like you saying, you're like, oh, here's my handle. You aren't. You just don't want to do it. Like you've created a whole ecosystem inside a building, and you've created like four different ones inside that building. Yeah. So, you understand technology. I get it. You just, you just have a, uh, not even a mental block. It is a conscious block. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and I hope the listeners who have written in who are getting the love of playing with plants, they'll know that any time that your hand's not in the soil, it's a fucking waste of time sometimes. But do you, well, you just call this thing a waste of time. No. In essence, you did. I I mean, when you speak in generalities like that, that's what happens. People get upset. Dang it. But I know what you mean. Yeah. It's a fun time. Hopefully, one day... You guys can all just fly here and hang out in the grow rooms, and I can just show you in person how to do that. Yeah. No, that'll be a Patreon level, and it is an expensive level. (laughs) 
and you guys have to decontaminate not because of the rona but because i don't want you to bring in bang aphids or anything there's a lot there's an extra couple steps the normal because of covid yes me to read them and you answer them that makes more sense than you reading them and then answering them i mean uh, who do we then, think like, what am i why did we do this call if you're just gonna do that i mean who do we think can do funnier voices like are one of us going I mean, to everyone, have to do everyone can do funny voices are we gonna have to do funny voices like pick out where they're actually from and possibly do voices no i'll just say okay oh this is we won't say his name, um, but it it's forward heart attack suck. Uh, this man, he's 40 years old, and he had two arteries 100% blocked that required three stents to be put in an open them up and allow for proper blood flow. Woo! Man. God bless you. I hope they knocked you out for that. Uh, I, he's very active and in shape. He takes good care of himself. Uh, he's got some... I've been prescribed medications for blood pressure, cholesterol, blood thinners, and heart rate, which forms forms the sound of it, and I'll be on the rest of my life. He's curious about some suggestions of an edible or strain of cannabis that he could te- take to help relieve stress and help him recover. Uh, he doesn't want to be a blob on the couch, but someone to ease him down and help him chill. He lives in a medical state where it's recreational and medicinal, so he has access, but he doesn't. I'm. Can you tell I'm paraphrasing the hell out of this? Um. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, he has a hard time taking advice from the bud tenders and stuff. From the Which, bud tenders. Yeah, you shouldn't. You had a heart attack. Do not listen to them. Don't. They may um, not know what they're not. That's not what they're there for. <laughs> there's a. <laughs> There's a reason you can't see most doctors' boobs. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that'd make doctors so much easier to well, deal pe- with. Well, it would get people to the doctor that need to go. For sure. But whatever. Um, so I think basically he's asking, like, can we point him in the right direction? I mean, and then I think he mentioned this on Twitter, too. And then another person replied to my reply to him and was like, yo, be careful that, like, some strains cause like increased heart, heart yeah and heart rate and i was like that is a good point that, that is, is a good point especially edibles you can go in a, like it causes like panic in some people well so that was the first thing that was going to reference in that is literally edibles work different than just flour or any type of oil like the way that your body processes edibles is it turns it into a way more psychoactive and will make you hallucinate depending upon yeah. the amount. Um, I do believe that doing edibles that are CBD-based is definitely a plus. I would recommend doing that more than a THC edible if you especially have heart problems. Um, I think we've referenced it before here on the podcast just about kind of following your nose, following the smell and what you enjoy, the can- the cannabis that you enjoy already, 
that's probably your body telling you like, hey, get more of that. This is cool. I like that. I like that. I like it. I mean, it happens in humans too. Like if you really enjoy potatoes or any type of root vegetable, it usually means that you have secondary mineral deficiencies in your body and your body likes plants that have secondary minerals chalked up in it. Um, Isn't that cool that your body's constantly be like, hey, just, just, okay, you won't listen, then I'm going to make you crave carrots right now. And you're like, all right. It's almost as if our bodies are like millions of years of evolution obtaining good nutrients and good nutrient value. No. 2,000 years old, right? About 2,000 years ago, this guy came out. That's when we started. I think so. Yeah. God was like, there you go. There you go. Eat this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as I can Not say. Not that. No. Nah, uh, you did it. <laughs> Don't eat those pesky apples. Yeah. But as far as pain relief, you know, that's why it's important to get a full endocannabinoid system just firing on all cylinders. So if you can be doing a lot of secondary cannabinoids like CBD, um, I don't know what state exactly, but I know here in Oregon we have CBG that's becoming widely available here and something that I suggest people check into. But even adding hemp seed as a protein into your diet because that has a bunch of cannabinoids in it that'll help make sure your system's completely chock full of cannabinoids. And that's a good thing to do also. It's good to know. I didn't know that. I'm yeah. going to do that. I like hemp seeds. They're I, good. I mean, so honestly, before prohibition, cannabis was such a companion plant for human beings and it was just around us so much that we would get the cannabinoids. I mean, our paper was made of cannabinoids Mm -hmm. and stuff. So like it was readily available in our environment just for us to even leach into our bodies. So uh, one of the things that a lot of people do believe is that it's the absence of cannabinoids that have us going into some of the more um, inflammatory diseases that is our body lacking, you know, certain cannabinoids and then attacking itself. It's like when when you're those diseases that just make up lies about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a Not slanderous diseases. Inflammatory disease. That is an inflammatory comment. <laughs> <laughs> I object. Inflammatory, Your Honor. So, but also everything that Mike said, and then on top of that. Talk to a medical professional. Yes. Talk to your cardiologist before you do any of this because he could be like, hey, just no, none of it. But he could just be like, well, let's t- let's talk about it. And then I would look up Adam, Adam's work. Adam, Adam will be able to help you. Yeah, I have to tell you, I am not somebody with much medical knowledge other than the multiple times I've watched Grey's Anatomy. But um, what I can tell you... Oh, okay. I, I thought for a second you were going to talk about a Grey's Anatomy episode, and I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to have to stop this. Did, you guys, I wish we were videoing this. That you one was McDreamy. Like, that one was really good. But what I'm telling you is that cannabis is not an end-all, be-all, fix-all for 
everything. Like it's, it should be used as something along with a healthy lifestyle, improving all areas of your body. I mean, if I've learned anything about growing cannabis and trying to make sure that a healthy organism survives and thrives, it's about taking it from multiple different areas and trying your best to be a well-rounded, healthy person, then your body can do the best that it can. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about all we can give you on that. So, good luck. Good and luck. Don't you know? Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Oh, and you were like you mentioned. He mentioned he was in. I was gonna say, I think, I think exercise is so much more important than the medical industry is even giving it. Oh, way more. For. I mean, even runners high. That's your endocannabinoid. Oh, I know what that is. I, I ran four miles yesterday, dude. That's the best. It's yeah, it's awesome. So we're gonna go on always exercise. Yeah, and here's a little tip that I like to do: is a little little puff right before you go, get you through that first mile, and then everything else kicks in. You're like, well, I'm doing it. We're doing it now. I'm gonna start a business. I'm gonna keep running. I'm gonna go see the East Coast for a minute. Dude, that's why I love all the hiking spots here in Eugene because you smoke in the parking lot, then you're halfway up the mountain before you know it, then you get to the top and you get to smoke more weed and just sit there for an hour and enjoy the view, the scenery. Yeah, I love Oregon and I miss it. Um, okay, here we go. Greenhorn increase inquiries. This is uh this is from what does it say? Cool, smart of him. Uh, basically, hey guys, blah, 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 love the pod. Thank He's you. Right. Thank you. Uh, I've never felt more inspired to grow and learn more of cannabis. Being that I'm stuck in southern New Jersey with only a medicinal card, I want to start growing and explore more cannabis, but my state prevents me. Yeah, that's, yeah. That sounds like a New Jersey Well, thing. it's obviously not, he's obviously not related to Chris Christie, no. where he would be able to do whatever he wanted. Yeah, when medical so first not, went... In New Jersey, Chris Christie's brother was the only person with a dispensary. Weird, huh? Yeah. What a coincidence. Kinda, what a coinky day. That's crazy. It's almost weird. It's world. The universe has... <laughs> I mean, I have family members in South Jersey right now uh, that are still... They have their medical cards, and they're just telling me about the cannabis that they're buying, just riddled with seeds, just brown-looking, and it, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. That's really sad because not even i was on the west coast when it became legal and you never even had you never had to deal with that here no that's so funny it's so weird it is weird because they have all the same stuff you would think except that's the mentality i uh, think yeah and the heart hmm. you guys have more it's more hard out here so i have a few questions i need answers to and i feel like mike has such a great knowledge of what i need to know hey fuck you also you're right um what if I got like really got offended? I was doing acting right there. <laughs> I'm trying, you guys. I'm studying. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying. I mean, you know, Billy did. doesn't know shit. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, we're gonna have fun. Uh, first, why are seeds suddenly hard to find? And when I do eventually get some seeds, what are the first best steps for growing? My woman is a plant mama. Ooh. Uh, and I could take that dirty, but you guys, I'll let you guys do that in your own mind. And wants to grow too, so we have equipment almost ready. Oh, I remember replying to this one and telling him, like, if you already have a plant mama, just move. 
<laughs> just move to where you can do it. Where you can do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it does add a little extra zest to be doing it where you can't do it. No, I understand that. Yeah. It's, that's We all need that little kick. Uh, when I get the male and female seeds, what simple steps should I take with placements and atmosphere? See, I feel like... Okay. So just to start off with, yeah, this. It, um, so I think the best thing that you can do is to delve into the cannabis community and industry. Um, one of the better parts of legalization and just people not giving a fuck is that Instagram has become what forms used to be in the '90s. So in the '90s and the early 2000s, there would be a lot of forums on the quote-unquote oh, deep yeah, gotcha, web gotcha. that you could go to and share information and learn. Now Instagram has become that, but plus marketing. And there's tons of wonderful breeders that are on there, tons of different seed companies that you know you can follow along and see which ones are the hottest. And I mean, just reading in the comments, reading about the breeders, you'll find out who has a high rate of Hermes in their seeds, who mm -hmm. when you pop their seeds, you don't get a good pop rate on it. Now, can I explain? Hermes are hermaphrodites, and that's when it's like a male, it's like a female that will pop a couple seeds here and there, right? Yeah. Well, so there's several different ways uh, that you can. I go knew there'd be more, but did traits. I get the gist? You got the gist. Fuck yeah, yes. that's I'm doing the gist. <laughs> that's my job. But yeah, so you just you can check out the different seed companies that are popular now, and even just look at them. It's the same way that I've tried to tell people looking at trying to buy cannabis is you look at the ones that you think promote the type of lifestyle that you want like if they care about more than just it looking really hot and sexy but they tell you about the different terps that come in and the reasons why they were breeding the two parents together those are companies that i like to look at so what you're basically what you're saying is do like you're gonna have to do your research yeah. like any other business now that we have access to everything, mm -hmm. so does everyone else. So, yeah, you just kind of have to find your tribe. Yeah. But I will throw it out there. Harry Palms, he's a great breeder. Neptune Seed Bank, um, they're great. Exotic Genetics, they're great. Swamp Boys, they're, they're just a few of the ones that I like. If you go and follow us on King's Cannabis or on my Instagram, I usually talk about the breeders that I like and, you know, the different yeah. seeds that, you know, different seed companies that are doing a good job out there. Yeah, no, that's great. And then, okay. Is ironing out my bud with a hair straightener worth it for the day? Um, if you have bud to spare, yes, it is. It is? Yeah. What's so, he mean by that? I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> so basically what he's talking about is uh, rosin. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to smoke rosin. It's a different type of extraction that people are doing right now. It's a very heady type of way to extract um, it's, uh, literally started as a grassroots, uh, thing online where people put a bud they go out and buy a high end bud, put it in between, you know, uh, wax paper and they smush it with a hair straightener and hold it down and press it hard. And then that will extract a bunch of the terpenes and the cannabis. And it's almost like you get a really what some people online believe to be a high-end version of uh, oil. Um, what? Yep. 
How have I never heard of this? That started out probably about three or four years ago. It's a very odd. So you smoke the bud. You you press the bud on the thing in the you, straight. You press the bud on the straightener, and then for how long? Uh, there's different ones depending I, yeah, upon I'm online. Sure. Some people go for you. Know, as soon as I asked that question, I was like, "Yeah, no, there's like 19 answers to that." Yeah. Um, but it will literally crush the bud, and from out of that, it's almost like making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, where the peanut butter and jelly kind of goes out the edges if uh-huh. you really smush it, and that's what happens with the oil and the terpenes, and it's considered, you know, a higher end. So you just smoke the goo that comes out, you, yeah, the crust, if you will. It up, yeah. And then you just slide it like in a bowl or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like doing a dab. You take that and do a dab with what comes out of the bud. Uh, okay. I mean... People figure out ways to get hot. I understand. Everything figures out how <laughs> to get But now, hot. because of that, they you can actually buy high-end presses where they've actually made machines that no i understand where it would go from there that is i just assumed that that's it, <laughs> it has it, i assumed by the time i heard about it it had evolved from the hair <laughs> and then i'll just end yeah, up being from the garden state without being able to grow my own garden with cannabis is a real kick in the cheech so i hope to make some connections out there eventually i can't wait to smoke some king's cannabis one day to wig out on a gummy rather than firecracker hell yourselves thanks man that's that a good one. Yeah, I mean, uh, it really sucks in those states where you cannot actually grow and they make it hard even in the medical side of it. Um, it breaks my heart just as an American and believing that our freedoms are important. So exercise your freedom. Get a little shed in your backyard. Do it. And if somebody tries to stop you, you know, take them to court. Make, make a case push the laws push it for people so that you know there's a certain level don't of don't make a case for yourself <laughs> don't represent yourself yeah. for sure no god no don't do that either that is god that is the first sign of like anyone that says i want to represent myself they should be like okay well they're mentally incapable of doing anything <laughs> it worked in that goodwill hunting yeah movie. but he's a genius <laughs> he was a pretend genius you guys yeah. so um no, I think I understand what you're saying. I just wanted to. I, I heard catch a catch, and I was like, no, 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 not that's not what he meant. He mean like create a bill, maybe like do some lobbying, throw your money around, make a movement, or just I think civil I've, disobedience. I, enough and people I've done that doing it to it? normal for the past four or five years straight. It's it's one of the few charities or thing or causes that I consistently donate to. A Planned Parenthood, I think, is a good one. No. Um, sorry, this got real political for a second. Because <laughs> um, they do more than abortions. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I think normal's a good... Just I think that's a good... Find your local or state normal is the first, is the first good step, and then go from there. The only freedom a human being has is to have their own land and to cultivate it. That's what America was born and based out of. So I think it's important to keep pushing those rights to cultivate anything you want without regulation or holding your liberty back. Amen. Okay, so we got a couple more. Um let us know. Guys, send us more. These are all uh, from grownlocalpod at gmail.com. Um, here's Slee sending us a couple more. So CBD flour is available 
in my city, but THC is not legal. Is it still worth trying to do the companion effect if I don't know, if I don't have any info on my THC flower? Trevor from Tennessee. So what I'll say to that is, uh, you know, there's a lot of CBD out there. It's called hot CBD when uh, the THC levels in it actually test higher than what you're legally allowed to do. And there are a lot of hot CBDs going out there. That um, they can't even... Well, they, they you know, it's, it's hard to test everything yeah. and to see it. But um, so the companion effect, just to clear it up, that's when you have multiple different types of cannabinoids working at the same time. So that'd be THC, CBD, CBG, all the different ones. And there's way more than what I'm mentioning right now. So when you're doing just straight CBD, you're probably not getting much companion effect. It's just all CBD. But CBD is a very important cannabinoid to get. If you can't drink clean water, you can drink muddy water and still get the water. But I do believe that... It's Who a, told you that? I, a proverb or something? Okay, like. I don't know. I'm just saying it's good to get what you can get. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, if you don't have access to THC, that sucks. CBD is a good place to start. There well, I think his be. question, and I'm going to answer the, this part. You've already answered. That's great. Um, is is it still worth trying to do if I don't have any info on the T? What he's asking is, like, I can go buy CBD weed, but I also have to on black market his THC weed because he lives in Tennessee. Is it worth doing the companion effect if he doesn't? Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. It, it, yeah, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. If anything, it'll probably get you stoned in a different way than you were expecting and that's kind of fun it'll elevate it i was just having that conversation with somebody the other day was like he was talking about how he thought he had bought cbd drops but they were uh, ratio drops so he (laughs) he was dropping them and they went to run an errand and he was like i was in my car and he was like and i pulled into the grocery store to go and i was like what's Oh no! <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't. He's like, I haven't. He's like, I haven't been stoned in like five or six years. Not because anything bad. I just, I just didn't dig it anymore. But I remember it immediately. Like, oh, I know what's happening. I know what's going on yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah that, that was just like, oh, I wish I could kind of do that to myself every now and then, where I'm like, oh. Well, the next time I see you, I'll just dose you with no. Knowing well, and, ma- okay. And we'll just see what happens. It's as long as I'm not i don't have father or husband responsibilities yes no, but next time we're on the road we'll make that okay happen. that's great well how would i know the difference <laughs> i did have one of our followers reach out to me on instagram and just asking about what my preferred tools and way to trim weed is and so i'll just throw oh yeah it that's out there. A good, what do you have like a scissors that you prefer like a brand so i actually do and it is a little snobby high-end but there's a company called chicamas which is one of my favorite you guys can look them up online um it's actually a japanese pruning company cool and they make a scissors um it's spelled c-h-i-k-a-m-a-s-a scissors um, they have the orange handle ones, which are great for trimming. It'll make sure that your hands don't get hurt too much. Um, I don't like like the Fiskars or any of those ones that have the springs in it because yeah. it makes your hands work too hard. Oh. Um, so I like the Chicken Moss. They're very delicate, and they're also um, 
coated with an enamel so that they last longer. It's only like 30 bucks for it. Um, I use their pruners in the garden. That's yeah. the only pruners I'll use there. And it's it's great. It helps you sculpt the plants really good. Um, not to be too much of a dork, but when it comes to too trimming. Late. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to trimming, I, I used to tell people, don't don't trim manicure. You know, just yeah. clean it up a little bit. It know? is an art form. Yeah, you, you, because I, I hate when buds get too shaved too close because you're knocking off a lot of the trichomes and yeah, you're yeah. wasting a lot of the THC that you have. That made me mad. You just said it. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, just be gentle. Exactly. It's a, uh, that's, you just, when I grew, that was, I have some Fiskers and I was immediately like, that's what, that is annoying because by like, hour and a half in you're like i hate this this is the worst but that's i didn't think about that and then there is something about when when the bud is trimmed like from an artful perspective yeah that's i like it it's the present it's makes you appreciate it even more so back in my black market days i had uh what i would call the carmichael bud and i would just take the biggest bud out of the room that I've been staring at for the four months throughout the cycle of growing the weed. And I would take that bud and I would sit down and take a good 15 minutes, just very gently taking off each little leaf without actually touching the bud, trying to do it as artful as possible. And then uh, that would be at the beginning of the trim scene. And I would take that grind it up then and have all the trimmers smoke it together so it was putting that intention of loving the bud and enjoying the process with it that is i think that's probably the difference from the west coast to the east coast too <laughs> i think that I, I doubt they think like that in most of it i mean i'm sure there are east coast zen motherfuckers but for sure it's not as heavy. It's just trying to be purposeful with everything My i body. like that i love it it sounds silly but yeah. like like, it's that thing of, like, I mean, I believe everything you just said, but also I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm going to, like, <laughs> let me be the hippie void in the world. Or so. like, I'm just in the class in the back, like, he's right, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> so, let's see. I want to work in the marijuana industry. Well, first of all, call it cannabis. Cannabis. What would, yeah, she's a narc already. Mm-hmm. Well, or he. It's Stacy from Dallas, Texas, so it could be a man or a woman. Um, sorry. Or binary. I just need to shut up, I yeah, guess. Man, Everything I say is up. wrong. And I apologize to Stacy from Dallas, Texas. That may or not be a real person, because this is Slee has sent us these. Says I want to work in the marijuana industry. First of all, narc right there, right? Marijuana. Mm -hmm. Don't call it that. We're calling it cannabis in twenty twenty. Yeah. We've moved along, you guys. What would you recommend for a first step other than moving to a state with recreation? Any recommendations on the state? Well, so first off, I would tell they, them. Nice. Thank you. Thank nice. you. I'm woke. Yes. I would tell they, them. Um, number one, um, the greatest part of my life is moving here to Oregon to try and get into the cannabis industry and work from the ground up throughout legalization um if i love jersey a little bit more 
I hope that I would have stayed and turned that into a recreational state. But your heart wasn't in that it location. It wasn't in it. Yeah. I, I needed to get away. But, you know, if you want to come to a legal state and work here, please do. Because when you put that much of a commitment into it, I do believe that you're going to go far in anything making that commitment. Yep. But... If you love the place that you grew up, if your family's there and you have a deep connection to that area, push hard for the recreational market to happen. Push hard for the medical market to happen. If you have a calling for this, make that happen. Like I've just even in comedy before when people have complained about the local comedy scene, I was like, well, you're a part of it, so you can make it whatever the fuck you want. So. You're complaining about yourself. So even if you don't have the power to push for legalization, you can start cultivating a cannabis scene there that could end up becoming something that people travel to to come and sample your stuff. So just kind of that pride and ownership in where you're at and what you're doing. And any recommendations on the state? And my recommendation would be I would go to somewhere where it's just turned legal. Yeah. That's where I would go because that's where the most opportunities are going to be at. I like just, if you could go back to Denver, you know, like 15 years ago, that would have been where to move. But now it's, you know, look into like wherever. I Michigan mean, probably is a good one to look into. I just had a friend who is literally moving from Eugene back to Oklahoma to be around her family because they just went medical and uh, I think they're going towards it. It's medical right now, but they're starting up a hash company and she's like, Hey, I'm, I've been out in Eugene. I've been trimming. I've been doing stuff and she loves her home state. She loves her family back there. So she's like getting the chance to go back there and be a part of the movement. I think that isn't, that's such an interesting point. You're, bringing up is like that's what's going to happen is like a lot of people that were serious about cannabis that have moved like wisco and like we talked to several people this in this season that moved here from somewhere else is because they loved it so much but they're like i can't do this the way i want to but i do love my family and i so it's like they're gonna move back once if we could get it federally it could probably save our country and the planet not to would. be grandiose, but it would definitely help our country and definitely help the planet. It would definitely save us. It would save us as a humanity. Well, that, that mean- was you said it bigger than I even did. <laughs> I said help. I said help us, and you said it will save humanity, which is. I and mean, you said it in a calm, not to and I, tr- well, I the way you said it was so confident and calm that I was like, well, I, I trust him. So let's see. Thanks for such a fun and entertaining podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Are there other effects of marijuana cannabis other than just getting super stunned? Sean from nowhere. (laughs) I mean, I think we've covered some of that. I mean, yeah, the different just even like what we've talked about is once you become a seasoned smoker or seasoned person who takes in cannabis um you'll end up feeling the different effects that may not be quote-unquote getting high and just what you do like i mean my my guys at work will even tell me they're like man your add is really bad today did you not smoke last night And i'll be like oh yeah that's right i didn't smoke last night and like that is the thing for me it's like when i don't smoke like 
I don't need to be stoned. I don't I don't like the stereotype of like, oh, I'm smoking all day nonstop, yeah. just getting super high. Like I do notice that at the end of the night when I smoke before I go to bed, if I don't smoke the next day, my ADDs through the roof of just every shiny object. I'm just like, "Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that." Well, yeah, that's uh That's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, even here in town, there's a wonderful company called Genesis Farms that makes RSO specifically for medical That's patients. Rick Simpson Oil. RSO is Rick Simpson Oil. And um, even at my cousin's dispensary, they carry their products. And a lot of what they sell are suppositories of the Rick Simpson Oil. Those and go in your butt. That goes in your butt. Goes for your medical butt. terms, that goes into your butt. That goes in your butt. And when you put it in as a suppository, you don't actually get high from it because it's bypassing. Unless w- you like putting things in your butt. Oh. So. That gets you a little bit high. Yeah. It's a, I different, mean, it's a different high. Especially but. for the people who have never done it before where the anxiety before, like, will I like this? Won't I like this? Yeah. And you just give and it you're like, well, it's If you ever use this as a it's it's not like a sexual feeling. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be, but like that's not the way I was just like, okay, I see why this works. (laughs) But yeah, you can use the suppositories and you actually don't get like the traditional sense of high. Like it's just adding cannabinoids into your system and they use that for high THC dosages to fight cancer. Yeah. Without the people who get high, because you know, when you're doing Rick Simpson oil, especially to fight cancer, you have to do a pretty high dosage that some people can actually deal with. So, the suppositories actually work really good. That's I've learned so much today. Thank you, people, for sending stuff in. <laughs> These are conversations that Mike and I have never had, or we've had a lot of conversations. <laughs> thanks, Sean. That was a good question. Uh, thanks to you, I now know. I know no. Oh, I now know. Sorry. I did that all the time, too. Uh, I now know the difference between THC and CBD. You've mentioned CBG. What is that, and what are their effects, and are there others? Chris from NYC. New York. Um, so, uh, CBG is just like CBD or THC, as in that it's a cannabinoid. Um, it's a secondary cannabinoid that we haven't really seen too much just because it's been either not tested for, people haven't looked for it in their cannabis, or it's been bred out by decades of trying to find high THC cannabis. Um, when you go to land races, which are the original heirloom seeds, basically, of cannabis, you'll see higher cannabinoids like CBG and other ones, um, but Honestly, right now, we literally are on the cutting edge of exploration of this plant, of exploration of cannabinoids. Um, The only thing I don't like in life is somebody telling you that you can't learn or can't study something. I believe that good and bad things is a moral spectrum, and all of that should be studied for information and for knowledge. And we're just now getting to be able to study a lot of the cannabinoids that we weren't able to before. So something like CBG, they're already finding that it does a really good job with repairing brain damage and rejuvenating brain cells. And then so they're hoping that maybe that could be used for people with dementia, memory loss, and other things like that. Or just it being a good 
nutrient CTE for, maybe yeah, too. Yeah, CTE also. Like saving it's some kinda, of our, our NFL heroes. Yeah. And, it's or kinda, just, you know, guys you played high school with that probably got hit too hard. We're just a clumsy friend who walks into things a lot. They need it. Uh, you know, should we? That's different. Clumsy people, I think that's more of like a nature thing. Nature thing. Just, we're, yeah. Where nature's oh. like, we're just, you gotta, just, we can't help you out anymore. Oh. It's like a weird eugenics. <laughs> he stumbles I'm a not, lot. I don't want him in the gene. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying nature's taking care of him. I'm doing jokes, and sometimes they're weird because we're in weird times. Uh, I, that's all the ones we have. Um, I do have somebody who's hitting me up regularly on Instagram. Shout out to Howlin' Stones. Cool. Um, his question mostly is, when the fuck can I smoke with you guys? Oh, well. Uh, COVID, number one, is a big issue yeah. with that. Yeah. Number two. When we get that COVID taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> but even before then, you know, uh, we I do think that eventually we're going to set up just the like, hey, come down to Eugene. We'll all meet it up in a park. We could do. Difference and. You know what? We could talk about doing a streaming thing too. Oh, that would be fun! Like for a fee, you know. Well, so I mean, we are trying to make money off this podcast. I, I don't want that to be. I want to be very clear about that. <laughs> is that we are we're we're doing it for good reasons, but we also need to pay for it. So, um, but he is talking about wanting to smoke King's cannabis. You know, he even lives here in. I believe it's like Portland or Washington right over the border. So, you know, follow us on the Instagrams and we usually tag when we drop at different stores and stuff like that. Yes. But, you know, I'd love to get you guys all together eventually once the world gets a little bit more normal. And what we if can... we do like a comedy show kind of thing? <sighs> or a live one. We could do a live episode. And then just come down and smoke with us. I think that'd be fun as fuck. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We got to figure out COVID first. Yeah. But they're on that though, right? I, I, some people are, other people are not on it. You, uh, from what I can, from what I've gathered. Really? Yeah. It's you, you would think they'd be on it and trying to figure that out right now. It's, it's. I think because, and this is a totally different podcast. Uh, <laughs> but if you if you listen because you've heard me on like Zeitgeist or Behind the Bastards, you already know how I think about this stuff. But it is very much like I think there's a because you can't see the virus, mm-hmm. people act like it's not. A, if I don't act like it exists, it doesn't exist. I'm like that's just not how that works. That's not how that works in the garden. No, I've dealt with viruses in plants and how that transfers from one plant to another. I've dealt with literally microscopic insects that could destroy your garden within weeks and we'll just run through and it's like i can't see them how do i know that it's there or not there's something that's called that it's uh, several different versions of it but it's the broad the russet and it's their types of mites Mm -hmm. and literally four of them could fit on the leg of a fruit fly cool that's cool and then so it's real cool when you're like do i have this do i not have this how is this destroying my plants without even trying to figure it out that gave me anxiety it's real anxious and i don't even have to deal with it but it was just like how can i 
that was four or five years ago that hit the cannabis industry and nobody had seen it before. And it was interesting because when it hit, all of a sudden there became a bunch of conspiracies on whether or not the government had released it to try and end the cannabis market and different things like that. But then I did research and I found out that the people in the cotton industry had been dealing it with it for decades already. Yeah. We just didn't know about it. I love those cons- conspiracy theories, like for the <laughs> government. And like, the government got their shit together on this one thing. On the one thing they became <laughs> able to do. <laughs> I don't think it. Unless you said Dick Cheney was behind it, I don't. Think then it I happened. might believe. Then I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> He's an evil motherfucker, but he gets shit done. You know. What I mean? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. We love them. Uh, we're we're frantically planning season two right now. I'm um, going out into the world. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, there's some extra steps with season <laughs> two that we did not foresee. So, but we're going to the front lines for you guys. We're going. Report uh, we're not back. going to the well. The front lines of cannabis. The front world. lines of cannabis. Yes. We are. Yes, we're we are. I was like, I, I was like, well, not of COVID. I live Duh. in the front lines of COVID right now, in Los Angeles. So glad I'm not where you're at. I not. It's. I don't leave a lot. Um, I've been tested a couple of times. It's fine. Get tested. It feels weird, but it's worth it. Get tested. Same with STDs, too. It's the same. It's the same thing. Um, But send us more questions. We'll do another one of these in a couple weeks. Um, If you're wondering, like, why'd y'all do this this week? And and why's this episode not come out at the same time as the other ones? Because Mike and I had to work on other things this week, and our shit got fucked up. Um, but we got a bunch of people to finish off season one. Yeah, of it's Eugene. just and, and we didn't get to do the Good things interviews. the way we wanted to. But we were like, oh, we wanted to do this anyway because we are we were behind on on our emails and stuff. So we're like, hey, two birds. Let me unload this. Let's do two birds. Every time at work, where I was like, okay, we'll just take your lunch break to answer the emails. I was like. But I'm kind of a big dude, and there's this great burrito no, place I know. down the street. I know. No I one. Well, it's you don't want to work through lunch. Yeah, but it's, I love talking to you guys, and I love answering these questions. So, we so if we don't email that. you back immediately, you're probably in the holster for the next one. Absolutely. Okay, and uh, just any, just review us, hit that like button, share us. Thank you guys. You guys have been awesome. Follow me at Carmichael a lot. It's a K. I'm gonna let him say it. Oh shit! Oh wait, you're you're gonna let me click on the thing. It'll be in. Just click on it. Follow me at Billy Davis. All right, you guys, we love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.